Welcome to the Product Bakery Podcast. My name is Christian, I'm Alex, and together we present you the ingredients to build the right products. Alex, I am seeing that there is a new guest on your couch while we're recording. Would you like to introduce us? Um, yeah, you might also hear him. It's uh, Nemo. I was on a big uh, quest to finding Nemo. <laughs> Nemo, sorry for the English-speaking audience. And we found Nemo. We found Nemo uh, while back home in Italy over the weekend. And it's... Um, not a fish. No, it's a tiny rat poodle. It's so cute. Yeah. I hope he's quiet. I hope he doesn't bark or do anything. He's currently busy chewing on his um, toy. So, yeah. I mean, it's uh, the family is growing. Um, and it's interesting, actually, to finally live with a dog. And um, even more interesting how my whole online presence or advertising profile completely <laughs> changed right it's, it's enough imagine. that you it's enough that you buy one thing for a dog suddenly like my whole instagram feed all the ads that i'm being served it's all about dog insurances dog leashes dog toys <laughs> dog training dog apps dog every single thing is dogs I, I, don't I want, can't imagine. I can't imagine. Like I don't want to know what happens when 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 someone gets a kid or something. But but here's the thing. I'm right now refurnishing my apartment, and I was looking for uh, sofas, and you know, on every fucking page, I see now advertisements for a couch, for chair. I mean, like like the internet is became like full of furniture, like from one day to the other. So I'm struggling with the same issue. It's crazy. I mean, it, this this was actually a fun thing uh, when I was still working in consulting, um, because you switch a lot of projects, and uh, sometimes you switch also different industries, and you need to do a lot of like research, yeah. and it completely destroys your algorithm, right? Like yeah. one day I was like working on, I don't know, banking solutions uh, for families. The next day I was working for an insurance company. And looking at um, very specific health issues. The next week I was working on fast food and going through all the fast food chains. The week after, oh, guess what? Cosmetics. Now I'm a woman uh, Googling lipsticks. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Fascinating how the internet reacts to our interests. Yeah. I mean... I, I wonder how this how the whole advertising space also changes, right? With yeah. cookies, more privacy laws, and so on and so forth. Browsers, phones blocking more and more um, tracking. Yeah. I think that's... I mean, the whole affiliate programs and stuff like that will become much more difficult in the future. Yeah. I mean, it's a, and, it's a tough industry. And it's... I think, like, as an advertiser, I would somehow... Be, I'm not sure if I would say scared, but scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's important to look around what the big players are planning to change, like Apple. Yeah. Because. But that's the are... thing. But that's that's where I mean, Apple is investing a lot. It almost feels like in cutting out Facebook. 
And you know, it's fun fact because I had recently a conversation with a friend, and um, so the big thing that Apple still can do as a move, in my opinion, is becoming a search engine, right? And as far as I know, Google is right now paying Apple shitloads of money to not do that. I think they pay like thirty billion or something like that, but I I, I need to look up the number again. Yeah. So like Google pays a lot of money to Apple, and the money gets every year more and more. And at some point, it, uh, Google could say, we're going to change a bit. But the problem is, Google has a running business. So they make shitloads of money with all the advertisements. And Apple needs at least to directly start making the same money they get from Google in order to not lose money, right? So I think that's the only reason why Apple is not doing it. But maybe at some point, they are going to attack Google. And I think if that's going to happen, that will change everything. Yeah, and if you think about it, right, like the, the saturation uh, that Apple has or the reach that Apple has um, is growing and is becoming bigger and bigger, right? And I think nowadays um, the game when it comes down to search engines and so on is like really also a game of operating systems because that's mm. where you control a lot, right? And I mean, I'm still a big Google fanboy, so despite being on Apple, I I, I've never used Safari. Uh, I'm always on Chrome um, and so on. Even on the phone, right? Yeah, yeah. Always Chrome. Uh, always uh, Chrome. But it's also because like my browser um, infrastructure, <laughs> let's call it like that, um, is Chrome, right? So the tabs that I have on my computer uh, and so on, I mirror everything across the board. Mm, yeah. It has partially to do with the fact that uh, for security reason, reasons in the, at our company, um, we had to create a company Apple ID and the Apple ecosystem pretty much breaks the second <laughs> you have like two Apple IDs, like sharing yeah, stuff yeah. and so on gets a little bit that's complicated. Terrible. Um, so I think that's, that's still the reason. But funnily enough, uh, as we're talking about browsers, I signed up today um, to the waitlist, and I mean, probably I'm just like, I sometimes feel like a boomer recently, like one of the old guys. Um, but I signed up to this new browser. I hope I get access soon because I'm really curious. Um, and it's called Arc. Have you heard about Arc? I have. I think I have heard about it. Let me look it up if again. You Google, if you go to arc.net, uh, you yeah. see I was saying Google. If you go to arc.net, uh, I, I actually really like the page. I mean, it's, it's playful. Um, arc is a browser. Mm -hmm. And it's built by the browser company of New York. Right? So mm -hmm. um, I think pretty straightforward. <laughs> Are you ready to let go of the old internet? <laughs> and so it's like, it's built... Um, by this guy who was like I, I think he started as a developer for Netscape so like working on browsers since almost the existence of browsers working on browsers in 16 years um, wow and, and I did actually find it interesting um, with something that has, has been around for such a long time like browsers um, it's, it's a pretty bold move to kind of say, okay, let's launch a new browser that actually changes the existing model mindset 
um, and and patterns of how you use a browser by picking actually up on on a problem that emerged over the last couple of years. I mean, in the back, in, I would say like when when we were younger and uh, we had our first computers, in the browser you had a you could only have a couple of windows. Suddenly you had a couple of tabs. Suddenly you have a lot of like you have fast internet and you can open a ton of tabs. Now you have faster computers and RAM is also not being a problem. I, I mean, I look at my browser, I can't see what's, what tabs I have open because there are just like so many and it actually fucks me up. So I, I think like actually going in and saying, okay, how can I rethink a browser and how can I make it more like, okay, it's, a browser nowadays is notes, it's to-dos, it's um, things that I want to read, things that I have to remember, um, things that I have to share, and so on and so forth. And, and I think like approaching it differently it sounds like a really interesting problem-solving exercise. 100%. I mean, first of all, I think they can do a worse job than Internet Explorer. Just to... To take that because, um, yeah, you know, it, it's not not worth it at all, right? But uh, my, my point is here, um, I believe that, uh, my, let's say, what is my expectation from a browser? Because I spend a lot of time on my browser, right? I mean, even this call is happening in our browsers at the moment. And uh, especially when we do interviews or if we have intense discussions, we also read our notes or we take notes while we're talking. So... In a perfect world, in a perfect scenario, I would expect to have a browser where I can do all those things that I'm right now doing in other tabs and other windows at my computer, right? So, for example, I have Evernote open for my for my notes or maybe the Apple Notes app. I have maybe uh, Slack open. I have maybe other things open. And I'm not sure how they're exactly planning to rebuild the browser, but having all those functions easier accessible within the browser would be like a game changer to me. So I think it's actually fairly straightforward, um, and we should follow up when when we have access, <laughs> if we ever do. So if if maybe someone from uh, the browser company in New York is listening here, um, mm -hmm. make sure to link them. Um, we yeah. would like to have a sneak peek and to test it out. But in a nutshell, it's just like moving from a top tap bar to a site navigation and yeah. the site navigation allowing Perfect. you to have like multiple tabs and then um with some i would i would call it a little bit like browser on steroids features that you can have with plugins currently right um to to have things like okay i have like a list of links and i can automatically create a short uh, a quick link or website that i can share with someone um, I'm currently yeah. doing the same thing with one tap if I ever need to to share a set of links to people. Um, but so I think, I mean, the, the, the concept or like the execution doesn't sound like too crazy to me. Um, again, without having but you know seen what? It. I see also like a, like a very cool B2B case here. Because like, like, let's say if you, if you have like, I mean, like, you know, we all know this uh, G Suite application, right? That, that Google has. So, if we, you and I are in the same 
organization for G Suits and I'm creating a new docs, I can directly share it with you. But let's yeah. imagine we have the same browser and we are part of the same company, for example, and we can easily share um, new tabs that we are opening and stuff like that or that we're creating within the browser. I mean, that would be super cool. Yeah, I have to say I'm really, I'm, I'm really curious to test it and then we can see it. But I think another another question, so this actually makes me think about two things. A, we, we quickly talked about plugins. Um, I think looking at plugins is still an extremely good way to find some great product ideas, actually. Um, and it's the same like with apps. I think Apple does a lot of like product innovation by simply looking at what are the apps that are the most used and downloaded in the app store how can we integrate it in our ecosystem um and then they launch it on their own right and i think google does the same with okay there is a ton of like different plugins that uh, integrate into gmail what are those features and slowly by like step by step they're adding it um to their product as well um, so, so I think that's that's actually a, a f interesting aspect to look at, like idea generation for potential new products. Yeah, and I think it also opens up again a possible a possible platform to develop such solutions, right? Because uh, what what Google is doing at the moment is, as far as I know, they are completely redefining their uh, policies around browser plugins especially mm -hmm. when it comes to ad blockers and stuff like that, because obviously, I mean, if you have a YouTube ad blocker, the last thing Google wants is a YouTube ad blocker uh, and other things as well. So, um, which is kind of annoying for the people who build out their business based on that. But on the other hand, like with the, with the creative solution that uh, hopefully comes with that new browser experience, I see also like the opportunity for developers to maybe really find the way they develop uh, applications and, and plugins. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, just another thing that I want to throw in, uh, in in this context, it's actually this, like the, the general idea of introducing or of opening up the API to external developers, right? Mm -hmm. um, because I think that's that's like kind of connected to this, okay, let's look at, plugins that are being written. Let's look at apps that are being built. Um, to A, speed up feature development for you, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to a very niche um, segment. And B, to then like actually learn from it and to leverage it. Um, just a couple of other examples. Um, Figma, since they launched a community. Uh, a ton of like great templates and stuff are being shared that Figma can learn from. Uh, Miro, the same, like they have the community, people submit stuff and um, step by step, they're adding a lot of these features back into um, their main application. Mm. Um, Figma now took it a step for, uh, further, right? Just like beyond templates uh, and certain things. Um, or the plugins, they now even have like micro apps that you can uh, integrate while working on it, right? So I could have voting on a board. I could have a timer on a board. 
if you think about it from a company perspective, if I'm Figma or if I'm a product manager at Figma, um, there is a ton of things it could build. There's a ton of requests, actually, uh, from different people where a lot of them probably are really good ideas. Nevertheless, like even with upvoting and so on, as we cannot predict the future without actually testing it, um, you will never really have like the perfect indicator if this is then something that's going to fly. Yeah. Now, especially in a segment where you do have a lot of like technological or tech-savvy people who are actually able to write their own code uh, and so on, or to find someone to write it, why not actually investing in the possibility for a large community to write code and to submit micro apps yeah. than writing them yourself? Because that actually is the perfect way for validation. You have a ton of people, they explore these things, they have a very niche need, they build it, and what you do is you see what works and what doesn't. But, but, so the thing is, by all this hype and all these possibilities we're discussing right now, there's like one essential question that I'm still not getting out at the moment. And that is, and that's actually why I'm, I just want to throw in the question if it's, if there's a possibility of way too much hype around it, because what is the real problem they're trying to solve? Figma? No, I'm talking about art now. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think the problem that they're trying to solve is helping to organize your browser life a little bit better. Uh, oh. At least like as an outsider um, without having actually used it. That's what it feels like. Or that, that would be my problem. Like if I would have to yeah. solve my own problem, it's like... I mean, the motto, the motto of them is that they want that they invite the new joiners to let's go off the old internet. And uh, I'm just asking myself, what does that mean? Um, I mean it I could mean, be also related to Web3. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, there's just, uh, I just saw, uh, I think like a couple of days ago, there was like this new startup, give me a second, I need to look it up, that uh, wants to become the, um, uh, the new stripe for Web3. What was the? It's called Febra, uh, Febra, mm -hmm. Febra, so to German. Yeah, uh, actually the February month, so it's called like in German the Febra. So uh, they are planning to um, become the new stripe for web uh, web free applications. And actually, uh, I think it's it's a very young um, area, this whole web free application stuff. But I think also there's like a big market, right? Because yeah. even though we don't have that many web free applications. So many big companies started developing and, and, and moving into that direction. So I think like starting an application, uh, sorry, a startup like that, I think it's very good timing at the moment. So yeah, and what I just, what I just want to say is that like, the old internet, what but, does it mean, right? But I, I'm, I'm now on um, their main company page, right? The browser.company. Um, mm. And I think that, oh, yeah. that highlights yeah. the problem statement. A little bit more um, because okay what they say is um, whatever browser could help us make sense of it all could a browser keep us focused organized and in control and there's one sentence actually that I do like um, because they explain how you use browsers and how I mean I, I feel like 
most people could can relate to a lot of like especially the organizational issues um and they're saying that most of the time people blame themselves for the inefficiencies of a browser right like if you have a ton of tabs open it's you being unorganized mm-hmm. and 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 i think like that's something that i observe also a lot with people in the company um someone opens their browser and they're like oh no sorry for all the tabs i was doing some research right <laughs> considering that we that a lot of people do this it does sound like a realistic problem to help organize yeah. that a little yeah, bit better. True, true. but but did you know that hidden feature from google that you can do something that you can like create you can group them, yeah. you can they, them right but nobody they launched it. it like a couple of months ago, I don't think. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't but think it's, it's, been it's, it's super hit, right? You need to make a right click, and then you had add to tap to new group, and then it, yeah. I mean, it looks okay, yeah. but it's also not that beautiful. So yeah, um, I mean, they, they're also working enough. on it. They're also working sure. on it, but I don't think they're reimagining uh, yeah. <laughs> what a browser is. Yeah. I think they they are just like adding to the existing browser and try to make minor adjustments which again are like two also very um very valid and different approaches right i think especially as a established company you need to work on an iterative process you need to work on improvements you have a massive user base people are used to use it in a specific way so you can only afford to make minor adjustments right like Absolutely, okay, yeah. now you can group it, but it's still the same concept. It still works the same way. Mm. When you're starting from scratch, you have a lot more freedom to actually say, okay, let's throw something out. <laughs> yeah, um, let's work of a of a, uh, let's work off from a um, strong vision and idea, and then see how it works. And there's also much more tolerance to make mistakes. Yeah. Especially with a nice better program, um, which is, it's a good way to kind of launch a tool um, mm. and get feedback. But yeah, I mean, we oh, talked yeah. a lot about browsers. Um, that wasn't really the agenda for today. Uh, yeah. Do you have any topics, anything top of your mind that you want to get off your chest? Uh, so right now, I would say, uh, even though if many people listening to this episode not on a browser, make sure you press the subscribe button on your favorite podcasting tool. Yes, but you can also find us on the World Wide Web. <laughs> it's product-bakery.com. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Strunky. Good, then, Alex. I nice guess, talking to you. Yeah, have a beautiful evening and uh, we talk next week. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.